Welcome to the chat. I'm your host, Glenn Jones, and we're talking about Upper Cumberland history. Today, I have with me on the chat, Marsha Cole Huffman. Hi, Marsha. Hi, Glenn. Marsha is the owner of the Cole store down on Highway 70, just west of Baxter. Tell us something about, um, we want to know the history of that store. It's really old, and it and it's been there, you know, my whole entire life, and how long has it actually been there? Well, we think it was built in the 1900s, and it was built by my great-grandfather, and he was a physician in the western part of the county. I think he was one of the first physicians, and his name was Dr. Philander Sylvester Cole. So he built it, like I said, in the 1900s, and um, he not only had a store there, he uh, had... Uh, a grist mill across the road. He had um, several, several family homes in that area. He owned many, many, many acres of land. He um, actually married people at the store, and he passed this store on to his children. And to be factual, my father, Bethel Cole, was the grandson of Dr. Philander uh, Sylvester Cole, and uh, let me go back. Dr. Philander Sylvester Cole had two boys, Vanderbilt Cole and Robert Washington Cole. And I am the daughter of Robert Washington Cole. Robert Washington Cole died early on, and the old home place, which I grew up in, was given to my grandfather and my father. The store was given to my cousin, uh, Uncle Vanderbilt, and his son. So the people that have run the store all this time have been Dr. Philander uh, Sylvester Cole, Vanderbilt Cole, and Margie Cole, then Robert Fred and Kate Cole, and then a few other people in between. Uh, both uh, the Robert Fred had one daughter, Barbara. She had one daughter, Sheila, and both of them cared about the store but did not want to run the store. So several people came in and ran it for periods of time, and then Joe and Sue Stout came in and ran it for several years, and then it was closed down. And covered in kudzu. <laughs> I, remember, so, <laughs> I remember that. So I hope this, I've been clear enough on this, but so it's been in our family since uh, the 1900s. And people started calling me about three or four years ago saying, Marsha, the store is going to be sold. The store is going to be sold on the county courthouse steps, which I didn't really know what that meant. So that but, was a, that's a tax sale. Yes. They're selling it for the tax. Right. So they kept saying, you need to come and buy it. But because I had so many cousins up here, I didn't know why people were calling me in Huntsville, Alabama to uh, buy the store. So you're living in Huntsville, Alabama. Yes, I live time. in Huntsville, Alabama now. You still do? <laughs> yes. But um, I decided, well, I decided very quickly to buy the store the day of the sale. I woke up at four o'clock. So you really didn't plan it? You were no, just wondering. I was about thinking it? about it and then I kind of uh, actually prayed prayed for guidance on this store and I said, if I can get there, I woke up at four, if I can find an attorney, find the current owner, which was a cousin, and get to the sale before someone else buys it, I'll do it. And all of that happened. So it was meant to be. <laughs> We've been speaking with Marsha Cole Huffman. She's the owner, operator of the Cole store down on Highway 70, just west of Baxter. Tell us more about 
how that auction happened. They were going to sell it on the courthouse steps, and you just got there at the nick of time, came all the way from Huntsville, Alabama. Yes, yes, I left there at 4 o'clock in the morning, calling attorneys, trying to find someone that closed the deal, calling the um, the um, cousin that still owned it, and it all worked out. I, really, literally 10 minutes before the sale happened, I, I bought it, went to the courthouse. The people in the courthouse was so were so happy to see that it was still going to remain in the Cole family that they expedited things for me. So it was just quite a miracle. And um, I hadn't told anybody that I was going to buy it. I just told people I w- was considering it. But the day I bought it, the day of the sale, I went down to the store and I just felt like, and I'll probably cry when I say this, but I felt like I had come home. See, I almost cry. <laughs> anyway, when I drove up to the store, I felt like I could just hear Daddy and Uncle Vanderbilt and um, Uncle Robert Fred and Mother and everybody saying yay. <laughs> so it was very exciting. What a, what a neat story. <laughs> so you actually lived down the street from the store. Yes. You grew up That's there. That's why it felt like home because... I lived three houses from the store until I was like 10 or 11. My my aunt, all my cousins and relatives lived within a mile, a mile and a half when I was little. So it was just, it was like coming home. And the unusual thing is once I got there that day, suddenly people started driving up. My sisters drove up. My friends drove up. They all knew I was going to buy it when I didn't even tell them. You know, I think they said well, we, we knew you just couldn't resist it. But anyway, it's been such a blessing. I have seen and met so many people that I have not seen in years. I've been gone from Putnam County quite a while. And the neat thing about the store is that people come in and they meet people that they haven't seen for years and years. So it's definitely a community gathering place now. So um, I just I just can't tell you how much I appreciate the community coming together to support the store. If we didn't have the people in the community uh, providing us things like a church pew, which came from me, actually your family, uh, a church pew, uh, tables, chairs, antiques from their family on the walls, on the shelves, you'll see you'll see um, tangible pieces of history is what I call it on the shelves of this store. There's There's pieces from the Smith family, the, Pippin family, the uh, Maddox family, the Jareds, the Bushes. The, it's just, it's like a community museum in a way. That's exactly what it is. I've been there several times and there's all kinds of neat artifacts from that area that are on display at your store. I would like for any of you to come and visit us anytime you can. And if you do have something that's a part of history that's around the store that we call it the Cole store community if you have something you want to share please feel free to share it uh, just recently i was at the putnam county fair walking through the home demonstration building and suddenly i saw a painting that won the president's award and guess what it was of Cole store well that's amazing i'm glenn jones your host on the chat and we've been speaking with marcia cole Huffman that owns the Cole store down on Highway 70, and we'll be right back. I'm Glenn Jones, your host on the chat, and we've been speaking with Marcia Cole Huffman. She's the owner of the Cole store that's just west of Baxter on Highway 70, and we've been discussing how she bought it at the auction. It's her family, always stayed in her family, and it's just amazing on 
on how she got to Cookville. She lives in Alabama and heard that it was going to go to auction. Somebody, a family member told her she got up there and she bought it. Tell us more about what happened right after you bought it. Well, it wasn't necessarily family members that just called me. There were several people my age that knew how much I love the store and that I lived near it. So I guess I bet 20 people called to say, oh, Marsha, did you know the store is going to be sold? So I appreciate all those people calling and letting me know. Uh, When I got there, it was covered in kudzu. I mean, literally the whole front, the whole building, everything was covered in kudzu. I walked in the door and the floors were sunken about 10 inches and they were all hardwood floors and inside even there were vines and inside you could see outside because there were big openings so i um uh so it was closed for a while oh it was closed for it's been closed for like 25 years oh wow right since so so it it really needed renovation so i it's a good thing you came along or the next person probably would have just tore it down well i was told that at least two people wanted to buy it and tear it down and another person wanted to buy it and move it. So I don't know exactly what happened, but I think that's what would have happened. But I was fortunate that my uh, cousin, my first cousin on the coal side, uh, Paul Winchester's son, Paul Shannon Winchester, came to be, well, came to my rescue and did the renovations for me because we had to put, I don't know the right terms, but we had to redo underneath the floor. We had to put in new bathroom floors, bathrooms, new electricity, new wiring, et cetera, et cetera. But the funny thing is after after we work on it, the contractor works on it and two other people, two or three months. I have friends that work on it about two months. My sisters come in and say, well, you know, it looks just like it used to. It looks really great. It looks just the way it was. Why did you spend so much time and money? And I got to laugh because the whole point of all that time and money was to make it look the way it did before. But that took a lot of effort. So you we, had to spend quite a bit of money to make it would had been easier to remodel it and change the oh, look. But yes. to put it back in the original. It would have been look. easier to rebuild it <laughs> like a whole new building because we wanted to keep the hardwood floors. We wanted to keep the beadboard. We wanted to keep all the original wood inside. We actually there's. Uh, one of the light fixtures that's original. Uh, there's several things inside, you know, the walls, shelves. Um, anyway, I wanted to keep as much as I could that was there when I was a kid. Even the medicine cabinets in the bathroom were there in the 50s. So um, it, it was really a thrilling adventure. But again, I want to reiterate, it was the community community that came together to make it happen, and they're still making it happen. It's the community of what we call coal store community. Uh, but before we were called store community, we were called burn. And I only found out that through the archives, uh, the people here, Carol and Glenn, uh, and Tommy uh, Ro- Roberts. Tommy Roberts. Uh, I had uh, Hill Carlin came by and kept saying, well, this used to be some community. I don't know which one it was, but different people were trying to help me figure out what we were before 1900s. But we found out we found um, validation in the list of postmasters that uh, Dr. Philander Sylvester Cole was the postmaster for Burn Post Office in 1903. And that was 
where the store is located now. I'm Glenn Jones, your host on the chat, and we've been speaking with Marcia Cole that owns Cole Store down on Highway 70. And we've been talking about the new community that we put up signs, Burn. Tell us more about what you know about Burn, unincorporated. Well, Burn was, um, and I, I've just learned a lot of this recently, but uh, Burn was named after, um, well, actually, I might have to defer on the history of this, but bottom line is, uh, Burn was um, a community that had at least two grist mills, distillery, two lawyers, a physician. Burn was a good-sized community back in the 1800s. Um, I think I got the right time, and and uh, it was just, but that was it was called Burn before it was called Cold Store Community. So I'm just excited that um, the archives uh, group and some other people have paid for signs that we you know that we that's right there in front of the store and right before you get to the store and like as you in the community anyway i'm excited that we we now have historical markers there to show that we are a historical and right community. in front of your store i put a sign the post office so right the post right. office was actually in that store building right and uh i have two guests that have come in that are 90 plus years old and both of them tell me how they remember the post office was in the back of the store, back in the corner. And I vaguely remember, and I don't know if this is fact or not, but I remember stories about, you know, my dad saying they were not allowed to go in that back corner because that was federal property. And if you touched federal property, you were you could go to the pen, if you will. So I've heard those stories from my father and his that's uh, probably uncles. where the post office yeah was the, so that was the deal is like you did not touch the post office so we we didn't go toward the back of the store even as a child and it's kind of funny now that i think of it but when i was a child it seemed like it was so far to the back of the store because when we would come in the first thing we did is go to the candy bar candy counter on the right and the coke machine on the left and get cokes and peanuts and put so when you were a child cokes. One of your cousins was running the store. Right. So what happened is um, Dr. Philander Sylvester Cole had two boys. One was Vanderbilt and one was Robert Washington. And Robert Washington was my father's father. And he died early on. But he was given the old home place, which I grew up in, which still is there under a bunch of trees. But Dr. Vanderbilt, I mean, Vanderbilt Cole was given the store. So... um we, we just all lived there, and, and the store was actually run by my first, second cousin, and then my first cousin. But uh, it was still just part family. Yeah, they're all family, because it was right. your, originally it was your great-grandfather that right. built the store. Right, so, and, and my cousin, Carolyn Sue, lives up, lived up the road, and now her daughter lives up the road. And, and all my first cousins from the Cole side lived within a mile, so I could walk to visit any of the Cole family. So you were around your family all the time when you were growing up. I'm Glenn Jones, your host on the chat, and we've been speaking with Marcia Cole Huffman. She's the owner of the Cole Store down below Baxter, and we'll be right back. I'm Glenn Jones, your host on the chat, and we've been speaking with Marcia Cole Huffman. She's the owner of the Cole Store down on Highway 70, just west of Baxter, and we've been discussing how her family lived everywhere around her. She lived there for the first 10 years of her life. And we'd like to know more about 
her early childhood? And then what made her decide that she had to buy the store when it came up for auction? Well, on that last question, I love history. And to me, the store is tangible history. Because I think when you just hear history or you read history, it's not near as real as touching something that's part of history. So um, some of you may know that I do AntiqueTrail.com, which um, also is all about tangible history. So that's what possessed me. I just could not let this piece of history be torn down. I just I couldn't stand the thought of it. So I'm glad there's people like you. I love history, too. And if we tear all the old buildings down, right. there will be no history that you can actually go visit. And I wanted I wanted this generation to feel what it's like to come into a country store and have a bologna and cracker sandwich and sit around and visit with your relatives. And that's what we do now. We actually have um, we have bologna sandwiches, pinto beans and cornbread. We have uh, ice cream. We actually have barbecue now, and uh, and we're open Monday through Saturday, uh, ten thirty to two, I believe it is ten thirty to two thirty. And um, the most important thing I tell uh, Houston Jared, who's running it for me right now, is kindness, integrity, and good food. <laughs> and I always say that it, safety of the person running the store and safety of the customer is. Uh, also number one priority anyway to go back a little bit the first i really didn't mean to open it as a store i was just going to buy it to prevent it from being torn down and uh, i had a class reunion and a family reunion and then our county mayor put something on facebook that said something like cole store which is a landmark for you know for his for a hundred years is now reopening well, we weren't planning to reopen, but since he put that on there, everybody started talking about it. And so I taught my first cousin, Carolyn Sue Cole Shanks, Kathy Cole Smith, and uh, my who is my sister, Kathy, and my friend Pam Edenfield into helping me for eight weekends selling bologna sandwiches and ice cream. And then Tish Hamby came in and said, I'd like to run this as a meet and three. And she started running it as a meet and three and very successfully. Then COVID struck and then we had to close. And now I pray because Tish uh, can't run it anymore. She has new babies and uh, she she's wants someone else. She's like me. She has that vision. And um, so Houston Jared and Lana Jared are have agreed and have already started opening and bringing it to a new level Uh of the way of my dreams for Cole's store. So it's like a godsend. Uh, both Tish and Houston are like godsends for this store. I'm Glenn Jones, your host on the chat, and we've been speaking with Marcia Cole Huffman, and she's telling us the history of how she reopened the store and the different people that have managed it. Go ahead and tell us more about what you're doing right now with the food. So you can actually go there and eat a meat and three. Yes, you can. Uh, we actually have in the store. There's two parts of the store. Like on the right was the what we call when we were kids the feed store. And the neat thing is, kids, we were not supposed to go in that feed store, but we would go over there and pick out flour sacks at our 
mothers or aunts would make dresses for us. So, but in that feed store part, we have a dining room that's special for groups. We have a long table that was given to us by someone in Miranda Road Country Store. We have a whole history of that. But uh, now you can come, you can bring your groups or you can sit in the main room and have, um, we, these are some of the things we have. We have cold store chicken casserole. That was Tisha's recipe. We have uh, Houston's barbecue, which is fabulous. We have homemade desserts. We have uh, bluebell ice cream. And we're getting a milkshake machine in about two weeks. Oh, so that's be, going to be exciting. Neat. I can remember, I used to ride a motorcycle a lot. And I would ride down Highway 70 toward Carthage, all the curves. you could it was, They were bank curves, so you'd go pretty fast. I would always stop at the store. And at that time, they were selling Amoco, no, it was Arco gas. And I'd get gas because it didn't take much to fill up your motorcycle. And I'd always go in, and there was a Coke machine on the left when you opened the door and went in. And when I went back after you redid the store you have the same coke machine it looks like right there in the same spot we do have a coke machine and the fun thing is teaching young people how to put peanuts in a coke bottle and and that was a treat for us when we were kids and most of them are going they've never even had a coke in a bottle i have things like telephones on the walls i have different different things that we had in the store in the 50s and the young people delight in learning what a wall phone is or they delight in learning how drink how great it is to have a coca-cola with peanuts in it you know inside the coke uh moon pies we like to have you know we always have moon pies or sometimes we have vienna sausage or as we call them when we were kids viney sausage and crackers and we have bologna sandwiches that are fabulous i want it to be a place that when you walk in you're happy and my friend Pam, who worked with me for a long time, she said, I don't know why you're so obsessed by this place. You're obsessed. And she came down and worked with me when I first opened it about three days. And she said, now I know why you do it, because everybody comes here. They're so happy. And they are. People are happy because their father was here. Their mother was here. Their grandmother was here. They came down with their family. And it's like five generations of people tell us about being at this store. You know, it's amazing. I didn't think 30-year-olds would remember, but they do as kids when the Stouts ran it. So it's it's just a happy place. I love going there. I remember the squeaky floors from way back, and it has kind of a – it's not a bad smell. It's just a smell of an old general store. And when I went – when you invited me to come down, it's been a couple of years now, I went in and it had the same feel as it did back in the 70s. I have people say it just gives them chills because when they walk in, they feel like they're – they're there like they were 50 years ago or, you know, 30 years ago or 60 years ago. And I've had people that are in their 90s that have come in, and it's it's a thrill for them. I've went to a lot of general stores that people have redone, and they don't really seem like a real old general store. But if you're wanting to find a real genuine country store, Cole's store down on Highway 70 is the place to go. It's It's got that exact feel that you're looking for. And I appreciate you, Marcia, coming to the show and telling everybody, all the listeners, about what you've done. We appreciate that you you protected history, and it's your family's history. And thank you very much. Well, I appreciate uh, the archives group because I didn't know about Burn, and you taught me even more of our history. I didn't know that uh, that 
my grandfather was the postmaster there. I did know that Uncle Vanderbilt was the postmaster at Baxter, but this has just been so exciting, learning more about the history of coal store and burned post office. Thank you for what you've done. Appreciate you.